got to this military camp. And you know the rest, you know, I've been in quarantine waiting for you guys to come back. We're just happy you're still alive. Alright, you are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 235. Can I, uh, can you Yeah! I did my reading. I, I watched it. Oh, okay, yeah. So Mike was, he's gonna do a little mini. Uh, you watched Halloween 3, Season of the Season Witch. Season of the Witch. Yes. Yeah, so here's my mini review. I okay. actually, I did a mark. Uh-huh. This is my mini review. I looked up some stuff. Yeah. Real briefly. Halloween, Season of the Witch, released. August 1982. Yeah, a little early. Yeah. I held that to October. Yeah, yeah. But so uh, I think it was. I think it was like an August 30th kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, 35 year old movie. All right. Yeah. I will say this on DVD. It looks sharp. Chris. <laughs> it's Chris, starring uh, Tom Atkins. You'll you'd see him in a few things. He mm-hmm. looks just like my friend from high school's dad. Okay. Um, I, that probably goes for everybody. Tom Atkins probably looks like somebody's friend's dad. Yeah, he's kind of gruff looking, got yeah. a thin stash. Yeah. Uh, he's been in a couple things. One that I noticed was he was in Lethal Weapon. Okay. I don't know who he played. I assume a gruff cop. Yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, another person, Stacey Nelkin. She's not really in anything else. Yeah. Um, I think they're just like tried to find a good looking chick with huge tits. Yeah. I think that was the whole option there. And then Dan... Herlihy, Herlihy, something like that. Oh, yeah. He's some guy. Dan Herlihy. Directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. Okay. Tommy Lee Wallace went on to have a little bit of success. Mm. The following year, he directed A Christmas Story. Oh, interesting. So he has a holiday smash classic. Yeah. And he has a holiday bomb. Which one's which? (laughs) You decide. Yeah. It's got a couple other things. Mixed reviews. So, first off. Gets the no Toby Maguire bump. Right, okay. So half a point, half yeah, a star, half whatever star. we're doing with that. Um, do you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes on this? Ooh. Let me, let me confirm with my notes. So just to remind people, Halloween 1, 93%. Halloween 2, 31%. I'm going to say Halloween 3, higher than Halloween 2, 38%. You are so close. Oh. It is 37%. Yeah. So on Prices Right Rules... You're over. Yeah, I would have lost. I'm out. You lost. I lose I lose to the lady who goes one percent. <laughs> yep. I lose to that bitch. <laughs> um Jamie Lee Curtis does appear. Oh, does she? On TV in the movie. Yes. So this is what I was we were discussing, and I said it's so not related to Halloween. It's not set in the Halloween universe at all, so much so that in this movie, they watch Halloween. Halloween is a movie. Halloween is a, a movie that exists yeah. within the movie. Therefore, Michael Myers is a fictional character. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, yeah. Um, so. That was really just like sticking to the Michael Myers fans. They're like, oh yeah. No. Not only is he not in this movie, he's fake. He's an actor. Right. So a couple other things. It's called Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no witchcraft in this movie. Yes. Yeah. I was like, where's the fucking witches? You know what there are in this movie? Robots. Yeah. There are no witches. There are robots. Well, I guess there's the masks. Yeah. This, this movie, but that's more like Celtic, right? Right. So. That wasn't like a witch thing. That was like a leprechaun thing. So in the movie, and I'm going to spoil because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. 
That's what we do. This is a mini review. Yeah, this is a campy horror movie. Yeah. If you like campy horror movie, cool. If not, cool. So, this guy is the... The the villain is like the the owner of a conglomerate that makes, and they're the most popular mm-hmm. conglomerate that makes Halloween masks and novelties. Yeah. Okay. The guy's Irish. Yes. The town that the factory is in is in California. Yet everyone there is Irish, mm. and they all have Irish accents. So that's a question. Yeah. How do you pull that shit off? Right. Um. So. At the very beginning of the movie, there's like a news flash, you know, in the background. Oh, one of these giant rocks from Stonehenge disappeared. Oh, yeah. So you hear yeah. that way at the, the opening scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Stonehenge has disappeared. Not all of it, just a single rock. Way at the end of the movie, you find out this guy's the one who stole the Stonehenge rock. They're chipping away parts of the rock, putting the parts in the masks, somehow triggering the masks to... Like, kill you if you're wearing it. Yeah. And along with kill you, all these bugs and snakes and shit crawl out of you. Yeah. So it's weird. Okay. That's fine. And really, and it comes down to this guy just wants to make a practical joke. Like, he's like a joke master. Yeah. Or whatever. So, but his practical joke is to kill all the kids. Yeah, kill children. That's hilarious. So that's weird. Um, But, so, Season of the Witch, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I rather enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it was just kind of like a campy horror movie. I didn't hate it. I knew it was stupid. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. If this was mo- if this movie was just called Season of the Witch, it came out in 1980-whatever, it would just be like a movie that, like, it'd be like Fright Night. Like, you'd yeah. just be like, oh, yeah, we watched Season of the Witch. It's it's fun. It's just it's over fun. on the bargain, the bargain rack yeah. at the rental, you know, next to, you know, clown dentists yeah. from outer space or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And, but it was called Season of the Witch, so, and I like witchcraft kind of shit, yeah. so I was It probably very, should not have been called Season no, of the Witch, actually. No, that was a very weird title, and I was so, super yeah. bummed, so I, I don't know if another movie came out around that time yeah. that had to do with witchcraft or something that maybe they were trying to, like... Jump off that. Yeah, yeah. get into that, into yeah. that. Um, yeah, really, it shouldn't be called Halloween, it shouldn't be called Season of the Witch, so really the only thing they got right was that it was the third of whatever they were trying to do. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it should be called like uh, Mask. But then, then there's that whole Eric Stoltz movie. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the movie, he's going over with the main, you know, protagonist yeah. about the whole Stonehenge thing. The Rock has power, putting the ro- chipping the rock away, putting it into the masks, whatever. And and then he briefly mentions, eh, and and that. Uh, don't worry about how we got Stonehenge here. That's a whole different story. Just kind of joking over it. Yeah. That's the movie I want. How they got the How rock. did you steal it and get it to California without anyone knowing? Yeah. That's the story I want to know. Oh, you know what? They use witches. Oh, shit. That does make sense. <laughs> they just glossed over it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was trying to find it, but uh, the internet is a little slower in, in Studio B, but it's... Uh, the Halloween song, right? Because don't the kids have to put the mask on? Yep. And then they're like triggered yeah, by a commercial? It's a TV commercial, and it flashes this jack-o'-lantern thing. Yeah. And that triggers the mask to murder you. Murder you, yeah. But the song was in my head. I watched this last night. The it song was in there. my head yeah. all night. I, I laid in bed <laughs> singing the song. I'm like, this is amazing. How did it get? It was like, uh... Silver Shamrock. 
something. It, it was too like a nursery rhyme. Yeah. Like, uh, like Mary had a little lamb or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm gonna see if I can get it on YouTube and play it. Yeah. See if you can find that because uh, the song alone that 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 would keep that movie in pop culture forever. Yes. Yeah. Just, just that song. Just yeah. the, Just the commercial. And and so the movie itself not. You know, not well written or uh-huh. whatever, but it had just some weird shit going down. Yeah. Um, the main character is a doctor, a divorcee with a with a drinking problem, of course. But he never like really gets that drunk mm-hmm. or drunk at all. Um, the chick. So the very good beginning of the movie, a guy dies. Mm. Turns out that's the chick's father. He's got some ties to the company, so they're investigating the company. Mm-hmm. But the chick's a huge slut, like, immediately he's banging this doctor. Yeah. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. And, uh, but there's, like, weird, the sex scenes in this movie are weird. There's no nudity. Yeah. But there's, like, this weird, like, I mean, it was weird. Like, this mm-hmm. weird, like, nipple sucking thing going on. Yeah. Totally fake. Graphic for, like, a... Uh, a little, I mean... Way more than I expected. I mean, you don't see nudity or anything, but it was very, like... Yeah. Eh, that's kind of weird. To make up, like... Because there is, like, movie sex. Right. Which is just like, okay, you show it. We, you can just show... You can play some music, do a pan of people jostling underneath the sheet, and we get the idea. Oh, the, these two people are having now a sexual relationship. Right. And then you just cut to them in bed after... You know, uh, after with his shirt off, if there needs to be dialogue exchange, or you know, you just cut to the next day. Yeah, it's weird when they have like extra things. It was very direct. I am going to pull this side of your bra down, and I am going to suck on this titty. Yeah, but I'm not. But the camera, we're not going to show. Yeah, it. it was weird. Yeah, and, and like, and the way he's doing it, it's obvious. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just like not good. I got I got the song here. Okay, yeah. Let's play it for everybody, and then we'll, uh, you know, yeah, close out. We'll ask the question. Call the show. Yeah. Now Mike's loaded up. Oh, I got to skip the ad. I apologize. Oh, what movie are they advertising? That's a Stranger Things commercial. That's coming back. <coughs> coming soon. That's Stranger Things. Oh, here we go. It's my fair lady. My fair lady. Yep, that's what it is. Silver Shamrock. Silver Shamrock. Happy, happy Halloween. <laughs> yeah, they play that so many times. Or yes, it just drills Never into ends. your head. Never ends. Uh, so Halloween three, season of the witch. Did we need it? No. No. <laughs> you could have gone your entire life never seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just... Didn't need it, but I bought the two-pack. Yeah. Halloween 2, Halloween 3. Yeah. I don't like to have things I haven't watched, although... Right. You got a lot of movies. I got a lot of movies I haven't watched. Yeah. Still in cellophane. But yeah. I've seen them. I've seen okay. them. Okay. They're just in the collection. Yeah, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I don't know, you know, if let's say you're one of those people, you, you know, you're one of those, like, Halloween guys that's like... October 1st, October 31st, I'm going to watch a scary movie every day. That's what I do. I don't know if Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, jumps in the rotation. I think if you get to, to 28, 29 movies, yeah. and you just need a few more, and you're struggling, maybe it gets there. Yeah. But, it, yeah, but, yeah, and it's also hurt, because it's called Halloween, That, but if I was having like a Halloween marathon, I'd skip it. You'd go right to the next Michael Myers, right? Yeah, I'd go Halloween yeah. 1, Halloween 2, and then I'd go Halloween 4. 
Because if I'm having a Halloween marathon, I just want to see Michael Myers. Right. I don't have this weird, like, hour and a half interlude where he's on television. See, and, and like you mentioned when we did the Halloween mm-hmm. 1 review, the, the original plan was to have, like, an anthology yeah. of Halloween whatever. This, yeah. And I think if you said Halloween 1 and 2, let's just forget they made 2. Yeah. And this was the next iteration. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then what's the third one? What's the fourth one? Yeah, they but didn't they follow through. That. Yeah. You know? they, but their they, plans fell through because Michael Myers was so successful. Yeah, they, they released Season of the Witch and then people were like, nope. And then right away they're like, hey, he's back. Yeah. He survived. Because he, he, he. if you're to compare this to one, let's say they had both these scripts ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, this is year one. This is the next year. Yeah. You know, It's so, so on such a you know, lower rung of the ladder than yeah. Halloween. Can you imagine if we... So, you know, what we do in the shows is we, we watch a remake or a sequel. We briefly talk about the original, and we'll do some comparisons. Could you imagine doing a whole 40-minute episode of watching Halloween 1 and then watching Season of the Witch? Like, if, if there was no 2. If they went Halloween, Halloween 2, Season of the Witch, that would be the most bananas thing to watch. Yeah! Where we're like, yeah, there was this movie, it got 90% of Rotten Tomato, it had this killer, this Michael Myers, and then two years later they came out with this movie about killer masks. And the Celtics, and they called it witches. I'm kind of curious if they had a few scripts. You know, they probably did. They probably had what's, a few scripts. And what's then, after? What was going to come next if they didn't have Michael Myers' success? Yeah. What that, was going to be after the ma- the Killer Masks? They probably took those scripts that were like uh, Killer Dentist from you know, and they're like, well, this was going to be Halloween three four. Oh, they want Michael Myers. Well, now this is just—it's just something. Here's a script. Someone else go so make they it. They probably made, just yeah. not. Yeah, they just the made Halloween. Them. Yeah, and just didn't prefix the Halloween stamp on it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's just some movie Pretty they made. They show on like uh, sci-fi or like uh, you know, it's on it's on Netflix somewhere. When you just search like the deep Netflix, um, you know, when you go into deep search, you got to put in like. The, the index number of the movie to get it. Like, yeah. the, the browser doesn't even find it. Right. Yeah, um... I don't want to... I don't want to tell people not to watch this. Yeah. Like, I had fun watching it. I was uh-huh. just sitting here watching, like, oh, this is crazy. I mean, yeah. I wasn't... I had my guitar. I was noodling yeah. on my guitar, watching it, like... Yeah. But it, we didn't need so it. So I'm trying to try this... I'm, I'm trying... I'm going to try out this new new question... So we asked, do we need it? And we like the question because, you know, we get into a philosophical question about, you know, do you need any sequel? Do you need a remake? What makes a good remake? What about this question? So we do sequels and remakes. I was trying, I don't know how I'm phrasing it, so we, let's just talk it through. It's probably better for pre-show, but it, it was not did we need it, but this movie, Season of the Witch, was it worth, if they made a sequel to Season of the Witch, would you watch it? Or should they remake Se- Season of the Witch? Sequel or remake? That's generally the kind of what I was kicking. I'm, I like it, it. It's a work in progress, but it's essentially, did you like the movie enough that if they made a sequel, you'd watch it, or you didn't like it enough that, yeah, you heard there's a remake, you might be interested in that. Or the third option, which is destroy this movie, no one should oh, ever see it. I like the que- I like it. Yeah. Um, okay. So this could be a third, a new segment. So for this particular movie, yeah. can I, I mean, are caveats allowed? Yeah. If this. If we get a prequel of the Stonehenge heist, ooh, we need that. Yeah. So that would be make uh yeah, so now you're talking a caveat prequel, prequel. which is we need more story. 
Yeah. We need this other section. That's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, so when you say remake, it's like, yeah, you had a good, there's something good there, and you should actually focus on this. Yeah. And then remakes is like, nope, I, I dug part of this. We, we need a part two. We need to see what's going on. Yeah. So, but you're saying prequel. How do you get that big ass rock <laughs> from Stoke? You just stole it. <laughs> just got it out of the country and ended up not in, not in like Maine. You ended up in California. Yeah. So the other side of the continent. Yeah, yeah. Which way did you go? They went over the pole. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a mini re- so when we release this episode, it's gonna be like two thirty five. It's gonna say twenty eight weeks later slash season of Witch. Because I feel like that that was a mini. That was, that was like a medium. Yeah, I apologize. No, that was no. I, I mean, apologize. I did I, a little, think, I did a little homework on that. And I think people are gonna enjoy the uh, season of the witch talk because it is just kind of the weird like. It exists in Halloween. Like, yeah, it, the, like, there's there's eight Halloween movies plus two remakes, and then one of them is Season of the Witch. Yeah, and it's bu- it's it's bundled in many DVD collections. Yeah. I think uh, it's someone who's gonna get rid of it. <laughs> they have to bundle it. I do like that they watch that they're and it's at a bar, right? They're watching Halloween at a bar. Uh, it's a so how it's um. Halloween is Silver Shamrock is putting on Horror Fest. And oh, that's what they're okay. playing. Yeah, and then. That they're playing that to get people to watch TV, then to watch the commercial. Yeah. And then it's always, stay tuned to the end of the commercial for the big giveaway. Yeah. They're giving away a prize. Yeah, because, you know, one thing I enjoyed, in Hall- so Halloween 1, they watch um, The Thing. Halloween 2, they watch Night of Living Dead. Night of Living Dead, yeah. Yeah, and now in Halloween 3, they watch Halloween. Halloween. I, I do wonder if that movie theme continues. I bet it doesn't. Which is <laughs> sad. They, they just keep that going. Because I watched Halloween Resurrection and definitely no one was watching movies. Except for Buster Rhymes, but he was watching like Kung Fu movies. It's a great character. <laughs> the Buster Rhymes Freddy character. It's, it's incredible. Uh, he loves Kung Fu. He loves like, uh, you know, like Sonny Cheever or something. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so this week, Mike and I, we were, we were keeping with the horror movie. We did Dawn of the Dead last week and we decided, hey, why don't we just stick in the, the zombie genre? We watch uh, 28 Weeks Later. The sequel to 2003's 28 Days Later. Um, that movie directed by Danny Boyle, who you, you probably know from Train Spotting, Sunshine, Slumdog Millionaire. He, he he's one he's most, he's around. He's he's a good director. He's you know his movies are uh, they're up there. Yep. Stars Cillian Murphy, Naomi Watts, Brendan Gleeson. Uh, in England, the United Kingdom, uh, a bunch of animal rights activists unleash a uh, unwilling uh, willingly release a um, not unwilling un. Unbeknownst to them, they didn't know what yeah, they were they doing. Didn't, they didn't know what they were doing. They, yeah. they're, they go to release some uh, chimpanzees that are being tested on. Little do they know, they have uh, a rage virus in them that's spread uh, quite rapidly through blood and saliva, much like zombie bites do, that mm-hmm. uh, quickly turn whoever you attack into a uh, maniac. Maniac, yeah. You're, you're a maniac driven by rage. Yeah. You, you just want to beat everybody up. Our lead character is was in a, he's a bike messenger who was in a coma. Twenty eight yeah. days later, wakes up and to see that the uh, town's gone to shit. No one's there except for these maniacs he comes across. Uh, he eventually meets some survivors. They they're doing the thing. They're doing that zombie thing where it's like, oh, well, we're just uh, moving, trying to get to safety. Yep. They encounter other survivors. They encounter the military. Um, eventually, they. Uh, Lead to their own, um, not rescue, but their own uh, safety. Yeah, salvation. Salvation. And then uh, this movie picks up 28 weeks later from 
It's twenty. They they time it twenty eight weeks from D Day, right? Yeah, from the start. From the start. Yeah. So you had twenty eight days, and now twenty eight weeks from that start day. Here's what happened. Now we now find um, uh, England as uh, the, the 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 maniacs are dying out of starvation. The the Americans have shown up to um, create uh, I don't know, like rescue zones or safe zones. Yeah, yeah, like. Um, um, yeah, just safe areas. Yeah, safe, safe zones are good words. Safe zones, um, and to eradicate the disease. But at the same time, they're may- maybe looking for a cure because someone comes into one of these safe zones, uh, not quite fully turned into a maniac, but is able to still spread the disease. And once again, chaos ensues. Ensues. This uh, the follow up comes out four years later. Uh, they switch out directors. It's directed by Juan Carlos Fresnadillo. Fresnadillo. Um, who doesn't have a lot for directing a movie in two thousand seven to now? He he's done like a couple movies in um, I don't know if he's a Spanish director or Mexican director, but he's done a couple foreign films that I wasn't familiar with. The only thing I knew was that he's been rumored to be directing the Pet Cemetery remake for like three years. <laughs> that was so his IMDb is like a couple films in Spanish. Twenty eight weeks later, and then Pet Cemetery rumor. Mm. So. You know uh, should star in Pet Cemetery as the dad? The guy from Season of the Witch? No, Zach Braff. <laughs> yeah, I see Zach Braff slowly, slowly going into madness. You know, <laughs> he, he, uh, the lead character in Pet Cemetery was, do- was a doctor. Yeah. Zach Braff played a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and old man uh, Crandall, that could be, um, uh, that could be his buddy from Scrubs. Oh, uh... Faison? Yeah, Donald Faison. Donald Faison, play yeah. old man uh, Crandall. No, nah, that should be that other doctor. Cox, Dr. Cox. John C. McGinley. Yeah, yeah. C. McGinley. Yeah. Get a really buff Crandall. Let's just let's Judd just uh, cast uh, all of Scrubs in Pet Cemetery remake. I like it. See how it goes. That's great. Everyone loves Sarah Chalk. Yeah. She plays the wife, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, There's only like five characters. So, so, <laughs> you know, some people are going to have to do two. Like, yeah. Well, it's, it's two actors, one character. That's cool. That's the revolution. We're just getting it. Yeah, we're, just, yeah. we're rotating people through. We're getting, we're getting everybody in. Um, this cast. Uh, so it follows. So the story mainly follows two children who get to the safe zone. Um, they really are responsible for everything. Fuckers. And now their their trek for safety, uh, accompanied by a military doctor played by Rose Byrne, a military man played by Jeremy Renner. And uh, a helicopter man, played by Harold Perrino. Perino? I think Perino. Perino. Uh, and then you also have um, uh, Robert Carlyle's in it, as well as Iris Elba. And Imogen Poots is one is the little girl. She she's has something of a movie career now. Mm. So we threw her in there. Yeah. So that's 28 uh, weeks later. Did you watch 28 Days in preparation? I did not. You but I didn't need to. I have seen 28 Days Later so many times. Yes. Um, initial thoughts of 28 Days Later. Love that the original. movie. Absolutely love yeah. that movie. I love the new take on zombies. Yes. I I love zombies that run and are pissed off. Yeah, very mad. Yeah, very I love it. Angry. Uh, yeah, and then there's that, that um, not even a twist, it's just kind of like a... I don't know, like a protagonist switch, you know, halfway when they get to the... They, they feel that they're in safety, and it turns out, oh, you are not at safe. Yep. As we know from all zombie things, 
our greatest uh, adversary is man himself. That's right. Uh, especially after only 28 days. It's like, really? All you guys turned to awful people after 28 <laughs> days? But I'm not in that situation. Maybe four weeks is enough for me to be it like... Took you a month to be a dick. Yeah. Just be like a murderous, <laughs> rapist asshole. That's all it took? <laughs> Those are the people that survive, man. That is, yeah. No feelings for others. You know, I think it also no something about the UK military. When the <laughs> Americans got there... They weren't trying to murder and rape everybody. That's true. Jeremy Renner, he was just like, eh, I don't know. I'm just going to spy. I'm going to watch people have sex through a sniper <laughs> rifle. And laugh. You weirdo. <laughs> you creep. Yeah. Um, it is a very cool movie. It's very, um, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, one thing I really it's appreciate. A, it's gritty. It's very gritty. They, they kind of do that like. Hand, not handheld, but just like the camera shots seem yeah. very like up close and uh, you know the, the, the movement with it. Uh, a lot of overhead stuff, which is really cool. Yeah, it's um, it's yeah, it's a, it's a fun take. One thing I really liked about both movies, and it wasn't until rewatching how much I, I, I remembered it, was the score. Mm. It's got a really like just I don't know like a moody. Just that uh, the music is really cool. The music, yeah, the music is so cool. It's it's very moody. It's just that, dun, 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 like it's just like this, like it builds it up when like shit's about to go down, yeah. or while shit's happening, and they just play this like moody music. That's it's very cool, and as, as I was glad to see that it followed, followed through to through through to two. Yeah, I carried that over. Yeah, nicely. Uh, are you are you a Danny Boyle fan? Um. I guess. You, okay. I mean, what what else did he do? Uh, so we got the train spotting. Never seen that actually. Am I? Should I be ashamed to say that? No. Okay. Everyone's so this like, was, like, so I feel like people love Danny Boyle. Uh, they're like, oh, Danny Boyle's great, and I think it's because of train spotting. I, I go through his IMDb, and it's like train spotting. Uh, pretty sure he did Lock Stock Two Smoke. The same guy, right? Did Lock, what? Lock Stock Two Smoke Merrills. No, that's isn't that guy Richie? Oh, that is Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so he does train spotting. I don't know, it's British people talking fast, doing <laughs> stuff. Uh, so he does train spotting, he does um, 28 Days Later, then he does Sunshine, which I really dig. I, I like Sunshine. Um, it's like a space zombie movie. I never saw that. That one's really cool. Yeah, it's Cillian Murphy. And then uh, then he does like Slumdog Millionaire, and kind of gets like the bigger... I never uh, saw that one either. Movies. Yeah. But I think people really, really love train spotting, and I'm just like all right on train spotting. I'm like, yeah, train spotting's fine. I okay. mean, as far as I know, I've only seen one of his movies. Yeah. I'm a fan, so I'm a fan. You're a fan. You're a fan. You're a fan. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, they, uh, Danny Boyle does not come back for the second one, though. Uh, I still feel like and the music helps a lot, but it looks it looks, it looks, looks good. It, 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 it looks, it carries over. Yeah, I feel like they didn't, uh, you know, one thing they do in two is, I mean, the budget's bigger. You know, uh, the first movie they did it for five million dollars. Second movie, uh, it was you know it was a critical success and a financial success. The first one, so the second one, you had a bigger budget, not huge. Surprisingly, I thought it was only fifteen million dollars, which still not yeah, that's not that's not a giant budget, no. you know. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, a little bit bigger budget, but you have a bigger scope, more actors, more well-known actors. Uh, although you know, at the time, you know, Rose Byrne and Jeremy Renner back to this. They were just getting into it. Yeah. Idris Elba was just getting into I just, it yeah. too. Yeah, so you don't have, I guess, yeah, not huge actors, but you have uh, a cast that like a bigger cast. You, yeah. just, you do have a you know more to do, you know, more things. I mean, at the time, is Harold Perrineau the biggest actor because he was in Lost? He may have been in twenty in two thousand seven. It may he may have been. Yeah. 
a lot of guys watching The Wire who loved I Just Elba showing up. As Not a, many. I don't think a lot of people watched The Wire until it was available like to rent. Yeah. To be completely honest. I didn't watch it live. When it was live, no one talked about it. Yeah. It wasn't until like, HBO Go yep, shows up. Exactly. Or uh, Netflix was really when people started to be able to watch it. Oh, yeah, stuff. you can rent the DVDs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you, you, get a, you get a wider scope, uh, but I still feel like... Uh, it felt very much the same as like the first one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, like, the, the mood is yeah. is the same. The sense of um, they're kind of claustrophobic movies. Yeah, like, that's a, feel, yeah, yeah. Like well the, said. The way they like tighten on characters, you feel like just closed in with them. Even though like a lot of these scenes are like outdoors. Yeah, you know, you're out in the field, but you just feel like I can't see what's happening. I don't like that. Um. What do you think the first 28 Days Later got Rotten Tomato wise? Oh, I'm going to guess that's probably like around 80? 80? 87%. 87? People dig um, 28 Days Later. They, they, they were clamoring for yeah. um, for a second one. Uh, 28 Weeks Later, what do you think Rotten Tomato wise? We're talking four years later, new director. I've, I've seen some political complaints that, uh, oh, maybe that this story kind of mirrored uh, the U.S. invasion of Iraq, which I thought was a very hot take. <laughs> I would say that this one probably came in around 78. 70. 70. 70%. So not too much of a drop-off. Still still a fresh movie. Yeah, that was my favorite take was like, oh, the Americans show back up. They rescue everybody. Uh England needs to be like reintroduced to society. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you might be reaching. I don't know. Yeah, that's a bit of a reach, I think. Plus, I think it was still produced by uh, Europeans and directed by like a Hispanic dude. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's what they were going for. Um, yeah, I, I dug it. Very, I was very. I, I, I do like the taste of uh, the, these. Are like the scariest. Infested, like uh, I don't know, hordes of things you could. They're fight. so real feeling. Yeah, there's like just a bunch of they're suspenseful, dude. but yeah, they feel if they make it feel like that shit could happen. Yeah, and you know, zombies are what zombies are, but like I don't know, just the way they move, how violent they are, like they, they're they're scary. Yeah, I mean, what do you scary what you can only hold them off so long when when they're like that. Yeah, there are scenes though in this one where like the dudes running and then like they're running behind them. And then, like, they're really close behind him, but then, like, it cuts to, and then he's, like, gotten some ground, and, like, how'd you gain all that ground so you can untie that boat? They were right behind you. Mm. I guess you just had that, you know, that, that runner, like, that, that second wind. <laughs> just, just again, like, it's like, they're, like, on the verge of catching you, and then all of a sudden it's like, we're at the dock. Okay, I got enough time to unrope this, kick it off. Yeah. There, there, were, there were some. I was like, I don't know. I don't feel like you were that far. They didn't have that much time at the dock, though. No, but as far because when they, they show those guys coming over the like, uh, no, he's running, and then the guys are coming from the side too. I was like, oh, this guy's done so. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't get tired, right? I mean, they, they yeah, can I starve, mean, but it just looks like they could sprint for miles yeah. if they wanted to. Yeah, I, it, it's just funny, like uh, you know, in, in all of these type of movies where you have to run away from something, uh, everybody's just always fast enough to like keep a good distance, like. If I was in this world, I would I, I would die immediately, and not just because like, uh, you know, take take away like my like survival skills or like you know how handy I could be in, in this type of situation. I just can't run. <laughs> Jeremy Renner's like carrying people. It's like Zombieland, where Jesse Eisenberg's character is talking about his number one rules, and one of them's uh, yeah. cardio cardio yeah. 
fitness or cardio fitness. <laughs> Good cardio. Yeah. What would Jared pick? Picks, you know, they're like, they're right on him. He picks someone up. He has to run with them. I was like, oh, that would slip. You're adding an extra 110 pounds to you. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I think he could stop, shoot, and then just like take off in a dead sprint again. I was like, no, nah, I, I would pull something. He's Delta, man. That's true. They're trained in the, under the, the highest stresses. Yes. And, and I, that would be it. <laughs> Running. Running. Yeah. Yep. Just sprinting all the time. Um, I do have, you know, there, there are questions. Um, I, I do have. Uh, th- there's a pretty cool scene. I think it was in the trailer. Um, I don't know, it was the scene I remembered most before rewatching it was um, they are going to be extracted. So the whole point, so they get the safe zone's overrun. This group of survivors has to get to an extraction point to be rescued by helicopter. They get there. It do, not, doesn't work out. Now they have to get to a new zone, you know, a new extraction point for the helicopter. And that's kind of the movies, like getting from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Um, the first extraction point, it's they're about to be overrun by zombies. And man, they're, they're done unless uh, Harold Perrineau's Flynn can think quickly on his feet. And he runs his helicopter into all of them, killing them. My question is, is if blood and saliva are what transfers this, is it the smartest move to run a chopper blade that's spinning 360 degrees? I think when you got dire, when it's a dire yeah. circumstance, you just do whatever you can do. He had a windshield. He had the windshield. I, I think he had the windshield... <laughs> I at least we would like to see him reach back and maybe close the door. <laughs> just, just make sure you're fully in place because, you know, he's coming in. Not only are you chopping him, but I feel like with that blade spinning, you're just tossing blood behind you too. Yeah, that should have been. There, there should be like an extra survivor that is panicking, splattered. and then like the, the helicopter goes into the horde, and then the guy's just he's caught in the, uh, the. Uh, you know, the, the back... The uh, wash. The wash <laughs> of a blood. It's just like, well... The blender. Yeah, man. For the way the way this goes, there's not enough wearing masks and gloves. That's a pretty, that's a pretty nifty helicopter flying, though, I would say. That is good. I feel like... Because um, he has to go in an angle, but then he can keep that angle yeah, and move you gotta, forward. You gotta, yeah, you got to keep that, that altitude at that angle moving yeah, forward. Moving forward, that's... Yeah. I think if... I think... Uh, I fucking hate... Mythbusters, yeah, but I don't think they could they could bust that myth. I no. think you can do that. Oh, the best. Well, Flynn was one of the best. He, yeah, he's Delta. He's Delta. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's crazy. I mean, you think about how like how tall a helicopter is, the wing. I mean, and then what, like the average height of like a maniac's but like five ten or something. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, he's got it. He's barely keeping that blade. Not a, yeah, because if you know, I mean, a, a lot of room blade, for error there. The, 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 those uh, those blades. The, you know, they snag on the ground, you're done. Yep. It's so over. he's just, you know, five feet off the ground. Boom, 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 boom. Taking him out. Yeah. It was a very cool scene. Um, how did the mom survive for so long? She was immune. Yes. And she... I think that's, like... That, there's there's two gaping plot holes for me. Yeah, and this is one of yours, obviously. Uh-huh. Oh no, I I think it could be filled with the right answer. Um, I don't know how she got out of that pickle she was in. Yeah, but I assume because when the when we find her, she's like holed up in the that place is nasty. So she got back there and just like scavenged and scrounged to yeah. live there. 
yeah. for a month. I'm just thinking, how does she have the pickle? Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe she hid in the closet. Here, here's what I'm thinking. Well, so it cuts to her memories. She's running through the woods being chased. So this is this is the mom. She is immune to. She is immune from the virus, but can carry it. And that's how shit goes wrong in the safe zone because they bring her in. Well, I mean, like, so if she was bitten or whatever, she yeah. didn't get it. Then maybe because she had that other kid with her. Yeah. So maybe they tripped him. They yeah, maybe they started eating the kid and he, and and she's she got like, away. Fuck, I'm out of here. I think maniacs don't they don't attack each other. They have all this rage, but they're not mad at each other. So I think she's carrying it. That's a good point. But. They sense that's like, oh no, she's one of us. She could, because the idea, like, it's a virus, so the virus is like, well, I gotta spread. You know, so I, I infected this guy. I guess this guy's so mad that he's gonna infect two people and they're gonna infect two people. But when did she get it? In in the house in the beginning. She got scratched or something, or bit. And then she ran, and it took a while for her. Okay, so she got it after she parted ways with. Her husband. Dan. Don. Okay. okay. Jerk. A coward. So once they bit her, they're like, okay, you're cool. Yeah, because then they, they can't sense that she was a human. Okay. They're like, oh. Now, this all falls apart because uh, when shit goes down in one of the most disturbing scenes of the entire movie, when Dan gets the virus, that doesn't stop him. But that's as far as I got with why, okay. how she was able. <laughs> I like yours. They got Andy, and she just, she did what Dan did in the beginning. Yep. That we were like, Dan's a jerk. They just don't show us that she did the same yep. thing. Self-preservation. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, yeah, I, I feel good. That. So you said you had two plot holes. Yeah, well, that one. Let's fill the holes, yeah. Um, so, why the fuck does Don... Oh, Don. ...have yeah. full access to a military installation? He's a janitor. <laughs> He's the caretaker. <laughs> he demonstrates that to his kids by locking them in the, uh, like... Uh, turnstile, jerk. You, you just get reacquainted with your kids. You're like, hey, I got access to everybody. Like, no, you don't, old man. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna lock you in here. <laughs> yeah, that's that that part where they're like, they bring this lady in, and Rose Byrne is like, hey, she didn't get infected. We might be able to find some kind of cure with her. But I just Elba is like, no nah, man, let's just execute her. Let's just put her down. Let's just put her down. There's no cure. We got to treat this like smallpox, and we're just going to eradicate everybody. Why is she not more well-guarded? Yeah. They just left her alone? I mean, well, she was in, like, a quarantine room. Yeah. But somehow, the janitor can get in there and the clean. Ja- the janitor can get in there. There needs to be at least one armed guard <laughs> standing watch, ready to get the order. Yeah, no, we're, we're just, we're just going to kill her. And he found plenty of armed guards on his way out. Yes. Plenty of people... So, maybe no one looks at the lowly janitor. <laughs> he was just pushing his mop and he's able to sneak on through. And there's like, Yeah, oh, that must be it. Here's Don the janitor. Have a good one, Don. <laughs> he gets all the way back to like... I mean, that that person who is the only survivor they've found in um, months. So, 28 weeks is about six months. Right? Yeah. A little longer. Yeah. Uh, but in Rose Byrne's character at one point mentions, we haven't had a survivor in two months. That should be the most protected person. Yeah. This is the first person that's come from the outside in that time. Plus, you know she's been bitten. 
you know that she's carrying uh, the virus and she somehow didn't turn, maybe put an armed guard around her. Have Doyle in his... Uh, I just saw was right, though. Yeah. Just drop that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> At least have Doyle with a sniper rifle watching her from across the way. You know, just, yeah. You know, every now and then peek in. It's like, hey, what's this janitor doing in here? <laughs> should, should I take out the janitor? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that is a good one. So, yeah, the virus breaks out. I, I just don't feel like we, they were prepared for it. They, they, they didn't anticipate the virus getting well, into the safe zone. Yeah, they had, they had, they were back on their heels. They were in their comfort zone. Yeah. You know, they were, oh, this, we're getting, we're, we're in, we got this under control. Yeah. There's nothing like to say, fear It's been anymore. a couple months. Yeah. Yep, we're just cleaning up, mopping up. Yeah. Yeah, because their plan was, okay, yeah, it's probably something that was written you know, as soon as the U.S. gets involved, it's like, okay, here's the protocol for safe zones. If the virus is to breach into our walls, here's what we're going to do. We are, and then they execute it. They're like, okay, well, I mean, it's six months later, but we still got to do this. Quick, take all the survivors, put them into one room, shut the lights off. <laughs> we're going to hide, I guess. And then, and then, if that doesn't work, because it did not work, we're going to execute Code Red. <laughs> Which I just enjoy anytime there's a code red. Yeah, we all know what code red beads. Code reds are great. Yeah. Does I just Elba stand trial? Uh, he goes back, and then there's this big trial. Tom Cruise, he's lawyer enough, <laughs> asking him, Did you order the code red? <laughs> you damn right I ordered the code red. <laughs> you need him on that wall. You want him on that wall. Yeah. Um, outside of that, it's really the beginning. The first, I don't know, how long does that take? 30 minutes of the movie from you know, the beginning to the second outbreak. There, there's a lot of stuff that leaves you scratching their head. But once they get down to what made, I think, 28 Days Later such a great movie, which is just like, here's these group of survivors. It's 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 cool that one of them's like a military sniper man. And they got this helicopter above them, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But once once it's, it's like, you have this big, like, ah, this military operation, and it's like, there's a lot of plot holes. There's a lot of questions left to be answered here. Once you get past that, it's like, okay, we're back to what it is. Survivors, they gotta get from one place to another. It Then I think it picks up as a movie. Yeah. Because I enjoyed this movie. I love this movie. I think it's yeah. better. I like it better than the first You like it better than the first one. I do. What is it... Can you put, Can you put a finger on what it is? Yeah, the character's... Or more fleshed out and yeah. have more personality. I just like the characters. He means American, especially Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner's character Doyle is so fucking cool. Yeah, he, he's a cool guy. Like he's just so calm. Like I, I don't know. There, there, there's some shocks too, uh, as far as characters go. Too, yeah, it's just like I there, there. You know, some things happened with characters. That I was like, I'm not expecting that. Um, you know, um, so yeah, that's kind of a cool. Feature, you know, um, and then you have like you know not only they running from the maniacs, but they're running from the the military as well. Yeah, um, yeah, the, the character's cool. Although, man, movie should never center around children because that little boy, I did not enjoy him, and I was waiting for him to get his. Yeah, I. There was a certain amount of annoyance yeah. with him. I know what you mean, like. Yeah. When they go into the town to, like, find the picture of their mother so he doesn't forget her face, it's like, all right, grow up, you little child. The world's gone to shit. Quit being a little bitch. Yeah. Like, the world has 
gone to hell, and you're like, oh, but I forgot her face. It's like, yeah. All right, well, so what, you're just going to break out of the safe zone, put everyone in danger so you can get a picture, and then when you're out there, you're jumping on, like, a trampoline, and, like... But if we're ever in a situation, like, where we're, we're, like, we're in, like, a murder situation or an apocalypse situation, we know danger exists. Whether that Michael Myers has broken into our house or zombies have taken over. If there's ever a creepy situation... And you and I are walking, and we hear a noise, and then I yell out to a third member of our group. I'm like, hey, Dan, this isn't funny anymore. Just punch me in the back of the head. But <laughs> <laughs> nothing, you know, he's, why aren't the lights working? Quit playing, guys. It's like, you know something's wrong. <laughs> why aren't you more alert? <laughs> he just goes to that house. This isn't funny. You... You're not expecting a maniac might have got your sister, and that wasn't the case. But that's where my mind would have gone to first. Yeah, just yeah. He was just there's a certain amount of annoyance. I, I think every movie, if if you have a main character, that character should be at least fifteen. You cast like a nineteen year old to play a fifteen year old, or if you absolutely need a child, you cast like a little person. I didn't like the sister either. Yeah, I, mean, I found her so, equally annoying. Take them both out. Yeah. Or recast them. You get like a, um, you get someone, you get like a 25 year old to play the sister. Someone with acting chops. And you get Peter Dinklage to play the little boy. <laughs> like you just need seasoned actors. Like you look at the cast. Rose Byrne, Jeremy Renner, Idris Elba. These are actors. These guys have been acting for years. They're pros. And then you get these, like, two little annoying kids. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. oh, this is your first movie? Grow up. <laughs> little kid. Act like you've been there before. <laughs> oh, just hate them. Tell me, I would have been... You, ha- you cast, um... You cast, like... Uh, now I'm trying to think, like, a good, like, um... Mid-twenties blonde actress. Man, why is it tough to pick a one? Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> how better... How much better is this movie... Jennifer Lawrence. At the time, she's probably like 18 years old. No, you take Jennifer Lawrence now. She's playing a 16-year-old. Yeah. Peter Dinklage, their brother's <laughs> sister. What a masterpiece. And you still got Renner, Rose Byrne, Idris Elba, Harold Perrineau. That's a good movie. I feel like I would buy just like a seasoned actor. Yeah. yeah. This is why a guy like, uh, like, like uh, when I watch It and that... Uh, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. I'm like, this kid's fucking great because he he's just not annoying. I'm like, yep, he should be in every he should be every little boy in every movie because I if you just cast the wrong one, your movie's ruined. Yeah, that's why people love like um uh, like Sixth Sense Kid. It wasn't that he was a great actor. You just go, yeah, he's not fucking annoying. Yep, I dig him. And that's why people hate uh, Jonathan Lipnicki, Carl. Yes, from Walking Dead. Yeah. Because, one, he's annoying and he's a shitty actor. Yes. As most, yeah, as most <laughs> annoying kids are. Because, I mean, can you blame him? It's his first movie. You know, uh, Andrew Wiggins has been acting, like, for 30 years. <laughs> and then he has to act next to this, like, eight-year-old who got, what, casting. Like, oh, I did a Hyundai commercial in my local market for, uh, you know, a, a local <laughs> dealership. That's it? That's all you got? You're acting next to the guy who was in love, actually? And you're like, well, you know <laughs> I had the I had the line like, look at how much room's in the back seat. That was your line. Oh, jeez, Carl. Imagine if he was Peter Dinklage. <laughs> uh, 
So, um, 28 weeks later, did we need it? Yeah. You would need it. I think we needed it. I, you know, this is what you do with. I, I think this is this is a great model. Is, is you took a movie, very low budget, uh, it you know, small five million dollar British movie, huge success. Give it a little more money and widen the scope. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, the 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 how they widen the scope. They they pulled the camera back. You know, yep. it just was a cool way to to make a sequel. Yeah, they they were able to do those same aerial shots from the first one and just add more things. Yep. They're like, yeah, instead of. Five maniacs. We got fifty maniacs because we can we can cast all the maniacs we want. It was just a really unique yeah. take on like the way Twenty Eight Days Later was a unique take on the zombie movie. Mm-hmm. This was a unique take on a zombie movie sequel. Yeah, it's not right after. Yeah, it's yeah, great. It. So I, I thought it was awesome. When I research these movies, I you know I, I write down you know some some stuff, some actors, the, the budget, and then I like to go see like I read reviews. I read like uh, reviews, see what people thought, and then I. I like to read the comments because then you get like a professional review. You know, you get Cisco and Ebert, and then underneath <laughs> it, you get like John trolls and see what like they say. <laughs> if anybody tweets us and says, "You idiots, this isn't a zombie movie," you, you know what? Go walk into a helicopter plane. <laughs> I don't want to hear. It. I don't care. It is I, a zombie movie. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're not dead. Who says you have to be dead to be a zombie? There's no. That's the whole thing with zombies. Is they break the rules. Zombies. So there are no rules to zombies. Yeah. There's not a written rule. They don't have to be dead. They don't have to be shot in the head. A zombie is just a mindless, a like a the the danger of zombies is not that they're dead and they've been brought back to life. It's that there's a bunch of them. So any situation where you just get a bunch of people acting mindlessly and their only motivation is to kill you, that's a zombie. Right. What else are you gonna call it? And, I'm sorry, there's not maniac movies. So we just, we, we lump them in. You can't have a genre of one. Yeah, you lump it in. It's a zombie movie. So many comments. It's always like the fourth comment down. People having a discussion. Like, well, I didn't get this. Or I thought Jeremy Renner's role was, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then the fourth. You idiots! It's not a zombie movie. Why do you keep calling it zombie? Why are you caught up on that? Why? Why? You've been reading The Walking Dead, and you're like, well, I'm an expert on zombies, and, uh, well, actually, Jeremy Renner at one point just shot a guy in, a soldier in the shoulder, and he went down. Yeah, that would kill you. In The Walking Dead, I've never seen a zombie specifically target brains. Yeah. And that used to be the old school. Zombies oh, eat brains. You're talking, uh, so, what was that? Mean? Not Night of the Living Dead, but, uh, oh, what, like the super campy one? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where, like, they actually that, say brains? But, yeah, zombies ate brains. Zombies ate brains. Yeah. Yeah, never has that happened in Walking nope. Dead. So, <laughs> and in uh, you know, like Dawn of the Dead remake, you had to be bit to come back as a zombie. But now, Walking Dead, and you just come back as a zombie. Are you in fact a zombie? I don't know. <laughs> Vampires come back from the dead. Are they zombies? Oh shit! I wouldn't. I wouldn't call them that. Mummies. <laughs> Wait, we, is a mummy a zombie? Is a, yeah, is a mummy a zombie? <laughs> I don't know. I mean. What's the difference between a mummy and a zombie other than uh, mummies usually are solo and uh, they're wrapped in gauze? <laughs> Outside of that... It's wrapped in gauze. That would be great. There should be a, there should be a zombie movie or a zombie show. And you can't do Walking Dead because like, they've been dead for three years. Zombie. But like, I, I want the outbreak to happen. And I would like it to happen on Halloween. And a guy who went to a Halloween costume party... As a mummy, it gets turned into a zombie. 
and just watch people's heads explode. Oh man, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's a, he's dressed as a mummy, but he's actually a zombie. That's a cool ass movie. Yeah, <laughs> I got that one scene. <laughs> but you know, Hollywood, make it happen. Yeah, make it work. So yeah, we're saying twenty eight weeks later, we needed it. Um, I don't know. Do, do, now, do I add, ask my sequel or remake it? Sure. I want to see a sequel of it. I would love to see a sequel. I want to see a sequel. I want to see. I want to see Helicopter Harold Perrineau. What happened? What, what I happens? don't see. I, I don't want to see like the next you obvious want to see the should be. No, the next obvious should be twenty eight months. Do later. You want to see the no, four year later? I don't want twenty eight months later. Yeah. I want twenty eight years later. Oh. Yeah. What's happened? It's. I want to see society. It's a quarter of a decade, or it's a quarter of a century later yeah. since the outbreak. Have we rebuilt? Have we not? Are we, you know, not the dominant species anymore? Have we rebuilt? And, like, we are, but the virus is always out there. Yeah, that'd be a cool one. Skip, skip months. Two, two, yeah. Four years later. Yeah, it's Let's go months. decades. Five months. Let's go decades. 28 decades later. <laughs> society has completely rebuilt itself. <laughs> The virus is just a legend. It's just taught in history, taught in history class. Yeah, we understand the rage virus is about as much as I understand the bubonic plague, which is I know I've heard the term, but I actually know what it is now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's how we yeah. discuss the rage, and now yeah. it's back. Yep. And the guy carrying it went to a costume party dressed as a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> he had to buy a whole bunch of gauze. <laughs> he bought a bunch of gauze. Gets the rage virus. He's a fast mummy. And then everybody's mind's like, what? But he can't, he, he was so committed to his costume, he can't bite anyone. Because he's gauzed up. Oh, in. he's gauzed up. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. I mean, they always go for your eyes. Oh, that's the worst yeah. of the movies. Never go after a man's eyes. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Kicking it back to Halloween 3 season of The Witch. Oh, there's someone There's some eye gouging, poking out oh, shit going on. I, it, it's Quite in 28 weeks and in 28 days. Yeah. In both. Someone goes after someone's eyes. And that's I don't your, like it. I mean, that's your, like, your rage right there. That's your, your rage like, so when much. you want to kill someone and you want them to feel the pain. Yeah. You, yeah. Go after their eyes. Well, oh. Yeah. Some nasty shit. Yeah. So, if you got opinions on 28 Days Later, did you think we should, should we remake it? Or should we sequel it? We're going to find a good way to, like, just naturally ask that question. Yeah. Remake or sequel? Yeah. Um... And then you kind of get the gist of which one's which. Uh, let us know. dbtgpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. If you got a suggestion for... Uh, we're going to do one more Halloween movie. We don't know what it is yet, but we're going to do something scary. Um, or I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's funny. I don't know. <laughs> but it's centered around October. It's October. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to do that. So be on the lookout. If you got suggestions, let us know. Um... But that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with another movie. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel and Remix. I have nothing to say. Bowie, Gordon, I'm so upset. We'll find Andy.